What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, friends, and welcome once again to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministries, and I am just excited that you're joining in today as we read through the book of John. You know, the book of John is often a starting point for new believers or even for someone who is just exploring Christianity, but it is a call to believe and to recognize Jesus as the Messiah which makes it a great book for discipleship. But today, as we continue in our reading, I will be reading John chapter 1, verses 5 through 18, and I will be reading from the ESV. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming to the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and to his people did not receive him. But all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness We have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Well, the first uh, 18 verses of John is often uh, described and provides kind of a prologue to the rest of the book of John. We learn a lot about John um, the Baptist, but we also, more importantly, learn more about Jesus. So every one of these verses in this first 18 verses is really pointing to Jesus and declaring who he is. But we begin today with verse 5, speaking of Jesus as the light that shines in the darkness and that the darkness has not overcome it. But today, let's notice the tense of the words in this verse. Shines is a present tense and has not overcome is past tense. John, the author, points out to us that the light, which is Jesus and his gospel, shines now and nothing has overcome it. So no matter what the world might look like to us today, Jesus, the light, the hope that we have still shines and is present. And then even more, nothing will ever separate us from the love of God through Jesus I feel like already we just need to say amen and hallelujah. But as we read on in verse 6, we're introduced to John the Baptist. 
And in uh, the book and gospel of Luke, we learn a little more about John the Baptist. If you'll remember, his parents were Zechariah and Elizabeth. Zechariah was a priest. Elizabeth uh, was a cousin to Mary, the mother of Jesus, and that they were unable to have children. And as Zechariah was in the temple doing his priestly duties, he was visited by an angel. And uh, this is what the angel said to him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will make many of the children of Israel He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in spirit in the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready the Lord a people prepared. So all along, we uh, learn, even all the way back in Luke, that John the Baptist was sent by God. And he, we learn here in the in John, that he was sent by God to bear witness or to tell about the light or to tell about a Jesus, about Jesus. And we also learned that it was for a purpose, and that is that all might believe. So John, Bab- John the Baptist's message is that the light, who is Jesus, is coming to the world to save God's people. But as we look on down into uh, verse 9, we actually see that our eyes are turned back toward Jesus, that he is the true light, which gives light to everyone. John three sixteen and 17 comes to mind, and I know you all are familiar with that. You've probably memorized it at some point in your life. But what we remember is that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So once again, John, the author John, is telling us that um, the whole point is for us to be saved, for us to have eternal life, for us to be reconciled uh, to God. But he also goes on to say that he didn't, uh, not he, Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but so that the world, which is everyone, might be saved through him. The gospel is and Jesus is for the world it's for everyone so I immediately start thinking so what does that mean for me or what does that mean for us as believers and I think it's pretty simple we're just to live out our faith we're to share our faith we're to let the light of Christ through the Holy Spirit that dwells within us be evident to all to everyone and to the world But as we continue on in this passage, John brings to light the fact that even though he made the world or made us, the world did not recognize him and did not receive him as Messiah. Um, Even those of his own, it says, in referring to Jesus, those that were waiting and watching for him. And, you know, uh, we, we know from our other studies that the Israelites of the time and the Jewish people were looking for this Messiah, for this Savior that would come in and free them from this uh, Roman rule that they were under. So they were looking for a warrior. They were looking for a king. They were looking for a Savior. But um, those who did acknowledge him after he was here on this earth, 
they, uh, it says that they believed and became children of God. So as we read on, we learn quite a bit that those who received him received him because of grace and not in their own strength, not because of all the things that they had done. And, you know, it's comforting in this scripture to be reminded that God pursues us from the very beginning. He pursues us. He pursues us mainly through the saving grace and faith in Jesus. Jesus is that light that breaks through the darkness. But verse 14 is a familiar verse that uh, is often quoted or posted and printed on all sorts of things, especially at Christmas time. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The meaning here of dwelt is as in a tent or um, as one commentary put it as a tabernacle. And if you'll remember in the Old Testament, the tabernacle was a tent that the Israelites um, would assemble and tear down in their wandering. So it was a place in which they worshipped and where God was. It was the center of their camp, typically. It was the center of their worship. And they saw it as, and we know it as, the dwelling place of God. So the word became flesh and dwelt among us could also be said this way. Jesus came and pitched his tent or assembled his tabernacle among us. I love a quote from uh, Charles Spurgeon that said, If God has come to dwell among men by the word made flesh, let us pitch our tents around this central tabernacle. Do not let us live as if God were a long way off. So not only has he come to dwell among us, but verse 14 also tells us that we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. In Jesus, we see the glory of God. In Jesus, we see grace and truth, and all of which was displayed in its fullness measure at the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us so much. John picks up in verse 16 with the fact that Jesus, Jesus' fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. So this concept of grace upon grace, I've wrestled with some in my life. I understand it as being more and more grace or grace abundant. But something inside my thinking, inside my thoughts, wasn't quite satisfied with that. It was like it was not a complete thought to me. But as I was studying the book of John recently, a commentary explained it like this. As that grace, this grace upon grace is from Jesus. It's grace overflows. That in him, that's the only place that true grace can be found. And then it said, in him, grace is inexhaustible. And that was it for me. That that completed my understanding of grace upon grace. Not... um. It, it no matter what no matter what no matter what goes on in our life no matter what we've done no matter what we're faced with his grace is inexhaustible what a peace that gave me in my heart you know it um it's never used up and it's not only for me but it's for everyone who believes martin luther said this this fountain is inexhaustible it is full of grace and truth before God. It never fails, no matter how much we draw from it. It remains a perennial fount of all grace and truth, an unfathomable well, an eternal fountain. Wow. 
You know, the more we draw from it, the more it gives. Every moment is overflowing with the grace that only Jesus can give. Well, you know, today our time is almost up, but I want to go back to the verse, for the very first verse we read today. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. As we continue through our day-to-day, and really through every day, it's my prayer that our vision will be focused on the cross, that we may not live as those um, who were in the presence of Jesus, but acting like he was not there. I pray that we live in the truth that he has come and that he is with us. I pray that we too, as John the Baptist, may be witnesses of the light. Well, folks, um, I hope that you will join us again as we continue to learn more about Jesus and to glean these truths that can apply to our life through this podcast. So we'll be continuing on tomorrow in uh, the first chapter of John, and I hope that you'll join us. But most of all, shine your light. Let this little light of mine shine, and don't cover it up with a bushel. Shine it out to all those around you. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.